When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace case, if you know me and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- I The Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and today is Monday. So I'm sure you know what that means. This is going to be an extremely... <laughs> yeah, it does mean football, that's right. <laughs> the NFL is back in full swing. And today's episode is going to be all about the NFL. Who's your favorite team? Who were the biggest plays from the week? Who's leading the I mean, league? Dallas, of course, the source. That's Dallas my Cowboys, favorite team. That is the Cowboys. There you go. You know, that was my dad's favorite football team. Still is. I guess he's more into college now. But growing up, the Dallas Cowboys were like a religion in our household. And there are many pictures of me as a small child in Dallas Cowboys paraphernalia against my will. Mm, cute. That's Texas. Today, we're not talking about the NFL. We are going to be talking about an episode of Clickbait. This is going to be a digging deeper of what is, I believe, the most important 
podcast episode from an official Bachelor Nation podcast in existence, in history. We are going to be breaking down. I have pulled 17 clips from the September 9th episode of Clickbait. It was their 50th episode. This is the episode that aired immediately after all of the stuff happened with Brendan and Piper and Natasha and Grocery Store Joe. It was number one as an episode in the iTunes TV film charts, and it was number one as a show in the iTunes TV film charts for the first time ever. Clickbait has never done that. A little update. It is currently number three as a show on the top TV and film podcasts. So this has propelled clickbait into the stratosphere. And this idea that I'm not saying that Warner Brothers, who owns clickbait, who owns Bachelor Happy Hour, who owns The Bachelor, who owns The Bachelorette, who owns Bachelor in Paradise, Warner Brothers is the media company that makes all of this that profits from all of it. And I'm not saying that they set up this season of Paradise specifically to do this, to prop Mm -hmm. up their podcast hosts, but they're seeing that that's what's happening. And I do think moving forward, this model will be applied to every Bachelor in Paradise season where they have official Bachelor Nation podcast hosts in the season, and then they talk about whatever's happening on Paradise in their podcast. Those podcasts become number one. Warner Brothers makes more and more money. I think Warner Brothers definitely sees this revenue model as like, oh, we just make podcasts with the people who are in the show. And then that makes us a second round of money on the same media, basically. And that's mm-hmm. what's happening here. Double dipping. Exactly. And maybe triple dipping. Who knows what else they're going to do? It's, yeah, triple exactly. Dipping. Yes. Maybe some merch. Oh, totally. That. You know, I'm I'm actually surprised about that. The merch has been very weak for all the ba- the official Bachelor Nation podcast, but we'll see what they do in the future. However, this episode again, it's clickbait from September 9th. It was their 50th episode. Our digging deeper today is going to be all about it because it is, it simply is the most important episode of an official Bachelor Nation podcast. Like it just is. And we have to dig deep into it. We are going to be doing that. We highly encourage you to go through and listen to the whole thing because there's so much, mm-hmm. like it's wall to wall. Every word in it is worth listening to. Again, I could only break it down to 17 clips is like the fewest amount of clips <laughs> I could 17. fucking do. 17. <laughs> you held back. <laughs> I did. I mean, usually we do about 10 to 14 clips in our Digging Deepers. This has 17 fucking clips because I was just like, I kept listening and I was like, no, fuck it. I got to put this in. Fuck it. I got to put this in. I got like halfway through the episode and I was already at like 10 clips and I was just like, well, but there's so much more. I, we have to keep going. So this might be a little bit of a longer digging deeper. All our apologies. Hopefully you can power through. I think it'll be entertaining. And uh, let's start it. Are you ready, Pace Case? I'm ready. This is... Digging Deeper. All right. So for anybody who's heard Digging Deeper before, you know how this works. We're going to play a clip and then we're going to come out of that clip and we are going to discuss that clip. What it actually means, what the subtext is, what's actually going on here and why it's important. So this first clip that we're going to play is GS Joe himself talking about what the show is. Are you ready for this clip? Let's do it. Here we go. The show has had has has had to evolve with social media like every other business and and everything. Social media has become a part of it. So now it's weeding out all of the bullshit. But the truth is, you could 
go on the show, gain a large platform, and it could be really great. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. We all have it. We're able to take advantage of it. Amazing. But that mm-hmm. is not the purpose of the show. The purpose of the show is very simple. It's not about the drama. It's not about all the bullshit. It's actually meeting somebody and seeing if you could actually fall in love. That's yeah. it. That's, that's the only point of the show. Poor grocery store Joe. To think that that's the only point of the show. First of all, is this a lie? Does he really know the true point of the show, which is drama, which is ratings? The only reason that show exists is to make Warner Brothers money. I am very curious if you were to break down the screen time of the show, what percentage of it is drama, what percentage of it is bullshit, and what percentage of it is 4TRR love stories. I'm going to say drama and bullshit probably make up 95% of the show. It's the only reason people watch it, for sure. Now, as a player, I get what he's saying. He truly believes the point, in quotes of the show, is to help people find love. But the real point of the show is just to sell ads. It's just to make Warner Brothers money, and it's to get as many people watching as you can. And no one really gives a shit about the love stories. That has to be in there. That's the lie of 4TRR, and he's even maintaining it here, that he's like, Look, you can get a big platform and you could get Instagram followers and we all have that and it's great. But that's not why you go on this show. So that is, I mean, almost the textbook definition of 4TR in our book that's coming out called How to Win the Bachelor, where we really <laughs> define that 4TRR means you're going into the show to find love and any of the other shit you get, Instagram followers, podcast hosts, whatever, spawn con, that's all incidental. It doesn't matter, but you're still going to take it. You're still going to accept it. I mean, I have to disagree with you. I think some people do care about the love stories, but I don't think, and I think people might think that's why they're watching, but you're not going to watch a show that's all love stories. This is, we talk about this all the time. It's something that we are TV writers and that's how you structure a story. People don't want to watch people being happy. Nothing bad happens and they're just happy the whole time. You would turn that off. I mean, you can watch a a live like puppy cam, you know, little puppies. I used to watch that when I was depressed at work. But <laughs> that's not a that's not a show. <laughs> a show know. you need the drama, you need good. the tear play. All of the promos are for the drama. They'll maybe occasionally include like a love level three in the promos, but That's not how they're hooking in viewers. That's not how they're keeping viewers. They're keeping viewers and hooking them in on the drama, on the tears, on the heartbreak, and adding in a little bit of the tidbits of bullshit. I would say bullshit has a little part in it as well. You know, you have Riley running down the the beach in koala bear slippers. That's not a love story that you're watching. I would categorize that under bullshit. Or maybe he means drama and bullshit is the drama is bullshit. I don't know. But even, like, let's take what he's saying at face value. He believes the show is literally just and only about, or the point of it is, for people to find love. If that's the case, then why do the producers cut in all the drama? They have the final say in terms of what you see, what the show is. They could have completely omitted the Piper and Brendan drama if they wanted to. They could have just cut it all out and made it all about the good love stories. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. The point of the show is not the love stories. It is the drama. He's exactly incorrect in this. 
He and I don't know if he believes I mean, the lie. I don't know if he's like a <laughs> televangelist here who's like, believe me, I believe in all this religion stuff. And they clearly don't. They're just in it for the money. I don't know if that's what he's doing here or if he really truly believes that that is what the purpose of the show is. And he thinks the drama is all the fault of whoever the interlopers are, that the producers have nothing to do with it and no stake in it. This episode didn't reach number one on the iTunes charts because of the love story between Joe and Serena Pitt. This episode reached number one because Natasha Parker was wronged in this huge way, and that made waves in the nation. You're seeing a ton of engagement on uh, Instagram and Twitter and TikTok that's about the Brendan Natasha Piper drama. Like that is what is what boosted the ratings of the show, presumably what boosted the ratings of this podcast, what is boosting the engagement on these parasocial plays people are making about it. Exactly. And for grocery store Joe to be like, that's not what it's about. This clip is not in here because it was from a different episode of clickbait, but there's a clip of grocery store Joe talking about how people think he's going to be the next bachelor. And he goes, I'm not. Mm -hmm but I like that people are talking about it. He literally then says, because it boosts my engagement. He is very aware of all of these things and how he benefits from them while simultaneously he's attacking other people for having the same conversations, just happen to have them on camera in paradise. He's having them on his podcast and somehow that is different to him, I guess. You have to be aware of levels of engagement. That's how all of these people are able to sell ads. That's what you say to your sponsors, basically. You say, this is how many hits, this is how many views I get on these things, so I can charge this rate per post. Whatever he's selling. Pasta sauce or <laughs> sausages. He does or sell that. Apples. He does Probably sell pasta sauce. Uh, speaking of engagement, let's move on to this next clip. This is Taisha talking about what happened to Brendan Marias's Instagram account as a result of all of this stuff. Here we go. Bachelor Nation goes on an unfollow spree after Monday's episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. And wow. I, I mean, let's, uh, let, this is going to really just be a segue to the rest of our episode because I think there's a lot to talk about here. But the fact yeah. that... Um, Bachelor Nation has rallied and gone to, well, unfollow people because of how they, uh, their actions and how they portray themselves is actually kind of cool. All right. So here we have Tasha supporting the mass wave of unfollows of Brendan Marias. And the idea starts to seep in here that although they are all talking about how engagement and Instagram doesn't mean anything and that's not why we're on the show. They are very happy about Brennan Marais losing his engagement. They are happy about mm-hmm. the negative consequence he is experiencing. And I think that's an interesting attitude to take. I know that it's like kind of predominantly held within the nation that that is a good thing. But the idea of it is like, what happens when Tasha does something that the nation doesn't like? And she then is the target of this. Would she have the same attitude about it? I'm not sure. But it's interesting to me, just kind of on a basic level, that again, they keep talking about this doesn't matter. It's not about engagement, but they have very pointed opinions about how people's engagement is affected by what they're doing in the game. Well, I hope she doesn't make any mistakes in the health and wellness space. 
Beauty no, and she, wellness. You know what? She's not going to make mistakes. I don't I've think seen she her will. Instagram. She's perfect. Like I, she's I don't a professional. think she, yeah, she truly is. <laughs> I don't think she has anything to worry about, and that's why she can say things like this. But you know, yeah. I also just it's a it's an interesting road to go down to be like let's punitively punish this person. It's fascinating that, I mean, we've talked about this on our, our other shows. This is the first time we've seen something like this in the history of our beloved game, where yeah. for an action someone has done in the document, in the game, they are now hurt financially by it. That is unbelievably fascinating to me. Usually when villains do stuff, whatever it may be, they see some increases in Instagram, or maybe they don't get as much as they want. You know, Victoria Larson comes in and is doing all her shit, and we're like, she's a crazy entertaining villain, but she doesn't get a huge Instagram bump. But we never see Mm -hmm. massive amounts taken away from people. And I I really wonder if, like, what is happening to Brennan Marias right now? If the same kind of attitude within the nation would have existed when Baylock High was on sand, would something similar have happened to him? Because he had a very similar trajectory. Mm. He was a hero coming off of his season as a player. And then when he went to Paradise, they made him a villain. Like this punitive measures, they weren't in place then. It was a different time within the nation. Yeah. It was more of a punishment by not receiving more gains, you know, that he would have gotten a million followers. Instead, he ended up I don't know where he is at, six or seven hundred K. Yeah. Um, the only punitive thing that I feel like we've seen before that comes to mind is when all of the stuff about Victoria Fuller came out where she was wearing the White Lives Matter t shirts that Cosmo revoked her cover photo that she had taken in game. But she didn't lose any followers. Yeah, probably not. I mean, this, yeah, we might be entering a new era if people are going to vote, vote with their follows in a more deliberate way than before. Totally. And I think what we're going to start to see now, because that exists, I think it's going to be any villain is potentially in danger of this for whatever the transgression mm-hmm. may be. I know this one specifically is about how he treated Natasha and the things he said to her, or the insults. And that's kind of mm-hmm. like... It supersedes gameplay a little bit. It's about like personal behaviors and things that he did that were, you know, not cool. But I do think that just the idea of it now exists that whoever the biggest villain of a season is, that person's going to be punished by unfollows. It's interesting because it's two parts. It's like he's being punished for the way he treated Natasha. But he's being punished in that specific way because he and Piper had the conversation about Instagram followers. Right. And it's like, if someone is villainous, but they don't bring up engagement, will the same thing happen? I believe so. Because I think this idea now exists that it's like, whoever the shittiest person is on this season, unfollow. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to, it's, it's going to kind of be, I think, moving forward a part of fourth audience gameplay is that if you wind up being a villain, it can have horribly detrimental effects. It can erase all of your Instagram progress, basically. It's very interesting. It's kind of like, I mean, you have shows like Love Island where people are actively voting on their favorite person and that can negatively affect them in game. But this is like actively voting on a show that's already been shot. So you can't affect their progress through that game, but you can affect their progress post game. Yeah, you can take away their ability to be an influencer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
This year is flying by. We're almost halfway through it. Now, I've done a lot of things that I'm proud of this year. A lot of them related to gore. We've had some great interviews. We're kicking it up a level to get on YouTube. We're really taking it to the next place. But there's still a lot that I would like to accomplish this year. And when life is moving fast, it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins and to make adjustments for the rest of the year. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and then set achievable goals for the next six months so that you get all those things done that you want to get done. Lizzie talks about all the time how beneficial therapy has been for her. My friend Will on my other podcast talks about it all the time, and I agree. It is very good. It's a great tool to be able to talk things out in your life with somebody else who can set you on the right path to getting all those goals accomplished. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And One Skin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists... Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Clues, mm -hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long-sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in Onyx. That's kind of a dark black color and the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite which is kind of like a blue green and they're both so comfortable it's basically like you are wearing no nothing great for free spirit types well for all the free spirits out there right now you can shop the skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes xxs through 4x if you haven't yet 
Be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Moving on to the next clip. This is all three hosts of our beloved clickbait podcast discussing the difference between being dumb and potentially showing your true colors and what intention versus action is in the game. And this is a fascinating clip. So here we go. To go on and talk about followers in Instagram, I like, how could you be that dumb to talk about it on camera, on a mic and just expose yourself? But also at the same time, it's not even that they're being dumb. That's just who they are. Like, that's what they want. They're not being dumb. That's actually showing their true colors. So yeah. In fact, yeah. I'd rather have you do it's that. A, Be real with it. If you're here for followers, yeah, say it. Well, but it's the it's also the like intention, right? Like to have the intention, like you were saying, to go on the show and have a real connection with someone and meet someone and date someone. Um, you know, like I said, when the whole reason why I went on the show, you know, really having Raven and and Adam on our on our podcast, I was like they so damn cute and like to think that they met and in paradise and they both were just looking for an authentic connection and whatever comes after that comes after that but the intent to go somewhere to bamboozle someone to lie to scheme to whatever for an actual following that's not dumb it's malicious Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like, what like wh- what world are you living on? I would call that world planet Earth. <laughs> there is so much in this clip. First of all, you have grocery store Joe saying out loud, how dumb do they have to be to say this shit on camera? So he knows uh. it's just about saying it on camera. It's not saying it. That's not what he's saying is bad because yeah, he's saying says the it. quiet part out loud. Yes. He's talking about gameplay here specifically. You can't say that shit on camera. We all know the lie. You have to keep the lie up is basically what he's saying. And they told the truth. That's what you can't do. The illuminating part about that for me was watching Blake, a.k.a. Baylock I Horseman, his Instagram stories last week where he was like, everyone talks about followers. Everyone is on the beach for followers. So it's like, from that, I assume, I've never been on Bachelor in Paradise, but I assume they're all talking about followers all the time. The the third audience is just choosing, oh, we have this footage of everyone talking about followers, but we're going to give the villain story to this one, so let's show that conversation. Amplify it. Do you remember in season six of BIP, they're fucking openly using their Instagram handles to talk to each other? Oh, Dean Babies is here. Oh, Bela Kai is here. I mean, how is that not talking about Instagram followers? You're fucking using their Instagram handle as their name. (laughs) Clearly, you've looked at their Instagram and know something about it. But then it moves on to Tasha saying, that's not them being dumb. That's them showing their true colors. She told Riley Christian on her season of Bachelorette when he's like, what do you do? She says, I'm in the health and wellness space. Isn't that saying you're an influencer? Isn't that her openly talking about it, showing her true colors as somebody who makes money off of Instagram? Yes. (laughs) Your true colors is your actual job. 
You're saying what your job title is. Yes. And they're all influencers. The thing that is, I guess, interesting to me about this the most is what Tasha's is talking about here is just semantics. It's usage of language. Piper and Brendan are saying actively, like, that got me, that article got me 10,000 followers. She's talking about, I can mm-hmm. get my Instagram numbers up. I have a marketing degree. They're using the word followers. They're using the word Instagram. Tasha is saying, I'm in the health and beauty space or health and wellness space. So she's mm. not saying Instagram. She's not saying followers. That's what she's talking about. She's just not using that language. And I do think there is something, at least in the context of the lie of our beloved game, there is something vulgar about saying Instagram, mm. about saying or followers influencer. or influencer. Or even engagement, I would put in that, even though Grocery mm-hmm. Store Joe said it on Clickbait. I believe it was the episode that was right before this one in that week, or maybe it was the one after. But I thought that was interesting. And then, of course, Natasha Parker comes in in the end and calls them malicious for coming into this with a game plan, which, in my opinion, you have to come into this with a game plan. Everyone does. She had one. It might not have been as intricate. It might not have involved somebody coming in from outside the season and waiting for them and all that kind of shit. But when you say, I'm going to go to paradise, when you get the call and you agree to go, you're putting together some kind of a game plan in your mind. Hopefully I'll get there first, like in the first round of players. I'm sure that goes through your mind. That way I'll have longer on the beach. And even Mm -hmm. if you want to develop relationships, you're still developing some plan in your mind about who that might be with and how you might put that together and who might be your rivals and what other players are going to be there that might threaten whatever you're trying to do. All of that's happening in your head. It has to be. In order to go on the show, you have to tell producers who you're hoping to see. You come up with a list of who you want to be there. And we hear all of them in their ITMs be like, this is the person I was looking for. Jesenia was my number one, etc. There's hopes and dreams that you're coming in with. Maybe it's not an overt plan. And I mean, I think what she's referring to here is the the bamboozlement is Brendan tricking her. And that's the maliciousness. Right. And I definitely don't think anyone going forward should include maliciousness, especially towards a Bachelor podcast host in their plan. No, I agree. It was a, if it was part of his plan, it was a very bad part of the plan. I totally agree. Now we're going to move on to this next clip. This next clip holds within it a revelation about the power of a podcast host in this era where a podcast host can directly comment on things that are happening in game as they're happening and the people they're talking about cannot rebut which is fascinating in terms of how they can spin the story, how they can further whatever the producers want to do. So check out this clip, and then we are going to talk about it. There's almost an hour left in this episode, and if you want to hear it, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash gameofroses and join us at the bottom of the pit. We have 27 episodes now in our Patreon of this podcast that you can listen to. It's everything ranging from digging deepers into some of the most important podcasts that have come out over the past year or so. It's highlights from the end of seasons that have happened, like the end of Katie Thurston's season, the end of Matt James's season, our top 10 takeaways from those seasons. It's all kinds of interesting stuff that we don't do in our free episodes. No recaps and no twibbins. 
So if you want to hear those episodes and every other episode that we're going to put out, we do one of these every two weeks. You can, again, head to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit. You're also going to get access to our live pregame shows, which we do half an hour uh, East Coast time right before the show starts airing. So we're doing those on Tuesdays now, right before Paradise. And the video of those is also in the Patreon. So even if you don't catch them live, you can always go to the Patreon and watch those videos at your leisure. And we're just dropping all kinds of stuff in there all the time. We also have a Discord that you get access to if you sign up for our Patreon. And that's where you can submit your own screams from the pit. And we will play one of those in our screams during Twibbon every week. And I'm starting to throw a bunch of history of reality television stuff in there. Just YouTube links I find from clips that are super important throughout the history of reality TV. All the way back to who the first reality TV stars were. Uh, really back in 1973 is when kind of the contemporary era of, of American reality television started. But all that stuff is in there. And we, of course, have this growing community of people that are joining us in the bottom of the pit, having interesting conversations about our beloved game and everything else kind of constantly. So we hope to see you very soon in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit, you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit, there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit, you can get it in and dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit, you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits it's the pit there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in it's the pit now you've heard me talk about quince on this program before i love quince i am right now head to toe dressed in quince i got their shirts i got their pants i got everything from quince Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever. Unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. (laughs) I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses we're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer it's a great time of year it's a time for renewal for me that means reconnecting with friends and family i haven't seen for a while and when i do 
I want to make sure I have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with. That's why First Leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough, not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well, if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's going to use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, Every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand-curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. 